What's popping, people? This is MXAM Extra episode number five. Dicks, thank you very much. Uh, I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Paul Dixbaum. Yo, 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 what is popping? Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> and we have the one and only Mr. Matt P Video. Matt, hello. Hello, bruh. How's it going? Bruh. Yeah, this is a thing now, apparently, right? Bruh? What's this I don't about? know how it happened, to be bruh. honest with you. I put it in your Twitch chat. You reacted very yeah, negatively I'm to not, it, and so now it's a thing. I'm not used to hearing you say the word bruh. That's why. You didn't hear me say the word bruh. I typed it. But I know you, so I can well, hear yeah. you. Yeah. So when I'm what is you that what you do when you're streaming? One you can like anybody you know in your chat, you like read it in, in their mind. voice. Wow. Yes. Well, Dude, I was in your you... chat last night and you read stuff I posted in my voice. It was the no, worst it... northern <laughs> voice I've ever heard. <laughs> That's because I was planning out for the camera. But no, yeah, one one hundred percent. You feel free. Um, one hundred percent. I I um I read things in your voice when you type it. Fair enough. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Is it? I don't know. I thought it was normal. Is that not normal? Yeah, it's normal to me. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Huh. I'd never... Oh, this, this camera's about to fall. Sorry about it. So super unprofessional podcast right here. Um, I'd never thought about it. I just sort of do it. <laughs> it know, makes sense. Just... It makes sense. I've just never... I've never thought about it either. So there we go. Yeah. The thing is as well, I've met... I'd say probably 70% of my Twitch chat. I've probably sure. met in real life um from one event or another so yeah if i've if i've met you i can that's why i think jokes come across better on twitch when you know the person right because sure. ultimately even without the kappa like you understand the person's tone when then you have like some you know slayer 69 27 comes in and says your mum, you're like who the fuck are you talking to like i'll beat your i'll beat your ass up slayer i don't know who you think you are um, but yeah, so uh, this is MXMX anyway. So we're here to talk about video games. It hasn't got to be Xbox related, and it probably won't be this week because I've been playing a bunch of video games. But if you want to support the show financially, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer uh, and make sure you check us out on the podcast feed. If you uh, if you're watching the video, you can watch it. You can listen to it as a podcast on the My Xbox and Me feed. Still debating whether we're going to move it off of there or not. It's kind of been a trial run as for as for now. The response hasn't been terrible um but we'll still see who knows who knows um boys what's been in your box this week matt we'll start with you because you've got a game that i can't wait to hear you talk about so i'm so excited <laughs> this is like my next artful escape this is a game i'm going to evangelize and none of you are going to play i know oh, this isn't the game uh, you thought i was going to jump in on fuck's sake. <laughs> but a pc only game that emma found on tiktok and it's fucking brilliant like if this if i had played this in the year it came out there's no doubt it would have been in my top 10 it's called the little guardsman little l-i-l -L. um it is papers please meets Baldur's gate and it's fucking brilliant you are a 12 year old girl in charge of a guard tower gate at the big main fantasy oh. city yeah 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 i do and i remember looks... this being shown it's got shown um some showcase i remember maybe seeing yeah it. maybe but um yeah, like so, it's it's absolutely brilliant, and and you decide whether or not you're going to let these magical creatures and people into your town or not. And um, stuff starts to escalate really quickly, and it gets pretty intense, weirdly, for the art style and uh, vibe of the game. But it's fully voice acted, really well, fully voice acted. Um, and I would very much encourage you all. I think it's like twenty bucks on Steam. It is an absolute blast. If you enjoy Papers Please, or you like kind of attention to detail puzzle games mixed with like game of thrones kind of style politics and stuff um it's brilliant it's well worth checking out like the the princess of the town is looking for a husband and so like depending on who you let into the city or not could decide who ends up being her husband and then how that allies with your town what resources they have and it's really really cool and really really funny and well voice acted and well worth checking out mm. what are you planning on steam yeah yeah it's only available on steam as far as i know it's on switch okay. it's on switch as well oh damn yeah. then i want to start it over on switch to be honest and PlayStation. It's on, i think it's on playstation switch uh and pc i'm wrong yeah man. oh god almost knocked my light off um then i'm wrong and i apologize there you go play it everywhere play it on all the things yeah Check it's, it on, out. it's definitely on steam though it's uh 15.99 in the uk that's great british pounds not sure that is in dollars and uh, xbox for you guys is it on xbox as well mm-hmm 
What? I thought I saw it on the Xbox showcase. That's where I thought I saw it. Oh, maybe. I could be wrong. It totally though. passed me by. And Emma, Emma saw it on TikTok and was like, we need to play this. I was like, yes, we do. And it's great. I wish I had that. And to be fair, little tangent, uh, Hayley, Hayley mentioned the other day, she was like, oh, is there, ever, is there any, she said, is there any romantic games out there? And I was like, yes, Hayley, there's a whole genre of like, <laughs> for the, yeah, for the type of game she's talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Like visual Maybe. novel, romance -y. You can find them on Steam. Like they're not, on, they're probably not on Xbox or, or the consoles, but I guarantee on Steam you can find, probably there's a game called Sex Party, isn't there? I was pretty sure I played that. Oh, um, House Party. Yeah, House no, Party. I don't think that's romance. That's, House Party. I was going to well, say. I that, mean, yeah. technically that's romance. It's porn. It's, it's a form of romance, is it not? I mean, um, probably the best romantic game is Baldur's Gate, depending on how you play it. <laughs> In our playthrough, we've not had that. We've, we've, because we played it before the patch came out. So the patch came out and then we logged in. And then as soon as we logged in, every character wanted to fuck us. So I think it might have messed up our... Uh, you think it's taken our, previous choices yeah. and gone like, well, these yeah. mean this. So yeah, exactly. So I think it might have messed DTF. that up. Yeah, it's so weirdly. But Maybe. I'm hoping to fuck I mean, fuck everybody is kind of DTF in that. Like, it's, it's almost hard to actively be like, no, I don't want to fuck anybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've done that. Like I say, I had a Lazarius. Liz, Liz, yeah, yeah. yeah. She tried yeah. to... She lays out, thank you. Uh, she tried to she tried to bone me, and I was like, <laughs> we're friends. No, thank you. Mm. Uh, me, and, me and Lazel are all over each other. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I'm, <laughs> I'm still playing Matt. the long game with um, Matt. Shadow oh, Heart. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I tried with Shadow Heart and then upset her. We had a picnic, and that's about as far as it's gone. We got to first base. Damn. We hung out on oh, a rock with wow. picnic. Yeah. That's more than Happy I've Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Um, Matt, let's talk about the game I actually want to hear you talk about, please. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, look, my New Year's resolution was to give JRPGs a chance, starting with Final Fantasy VII ahead of Rebirth coming out, and I am about 10 hours in to Final Fantasy Remake. Okay, talk to me. It's pretty good i mean look if you'd if you'd asked me to explain the plot of this game before playing this game i would yeah. not have even got close yeah <laughs> the, the fact that we are full-on eco-terrorists with very little conscience is kind of wigging me out a bit like i don't love it um <laughs> like I, who likes barrett i think oh just knocked my bottle off um i love barrett i think barrett's great He's an absolute lunatic. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, why I yeah. Well, that's why I like I him. About him. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with him. I don't want him in my party. I don't want anything to do with him. Um, the tone of the game is mad, and every kind of twist or turn it takes, I'm, I'm struggling to get my head into it and enjoy it. Um, the, like, I feel like as well, because I'm so unfamiliar with the franchise, it keeps poking me and being like, oh, see, get, get, get it. And I'm like, no, no, I don't, because I don't know what's going on. Um, and so, it, look, it's it's good, and like the gameplay has clicked with me now, which is the important part. That'll drive me through. I do think I'll finish it, but I'm not like, oh my god, this would have been my game of the year. Oh my god, I am so addicted and can't wait for rebirth, yada yada. Um, but I will give it a good shot, and I'm yeah, once I finish this, and I will finish this. You're still um, early though. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. You're well, at the point where I stop playing about 10 hours in where i was like oh, i'm good no right. i don't really love this and then there's this there was a certain moment which you'll get okay. to where it very much the story starts moving in a direction that in my head i feel like you're in the same place as me early on it was very much like i still don't get this i still don't yeah. quite understand these characters i don't I still don't quite understand the story but there is a moment for me anyway where it just very much clicked and then i was like okay now i'm on this journey i love these characters i love what's going on um but yeah you gotta remember when i first played that game the very first time i stopped i played bought it day one played it for about yeah 10 to 7 hours and i went no nah, this is not for me at all and then came back like you have obviously and yeah. um it really clicked. And then you'll play the DLC and play with Yuffie. And oh my God, then it's even better. Ah, oh, yeah. That game's amazing. All right. All right. I'll take your word for it. I'll take it. What good game of the year that year? What year, what year was... Um, what year was Final Fantasy Remake? I don't know. What year was Remake? Um, I can look it up while you guys chat. Uh, the, the big question I've got while I do that is... Yeah. Um, who's best girl? Yeah, who's best well, girl? Well, I, I think I've only met one girl. 
They see this is how I know you're not okay. far enough in yet. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, okay. I guess Tifa and Jesse. So um, who's best girl right now? Probably Jesse. But but damn like, straight it is. Damn straight it is, Matt. I never forget. Jesse's the girl. <laughs> all right. Oh, Last of Us Two came out that year. That's oh, why. Okay, I fair enough. Um, but she's not like she's not available in my party. Yeah, I'm hoping she becomes so. But right now it's just Tifa and Barrett, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, in the second reactor. Uh, that's ready to blow. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you, yeah, no, I know yeah, where you yeah, are. No, I know exactly no, where you no, are. Yeah, yeah, no, man, man, man. Trust me. Trust me, buddy. Trust me. Um, You've got a journey to come, my friends. Journey mm-hmm. to come. But yeah, like the whole intro was, I, <laughs> you know, these like eco-terrorists who've just killed a bunch of, they think they've just killed a bunch of civilians and they're totally fine. Well, they're not totally fine with it, but they're 95% fine with it. They get over it really quickly. I was like... Is this the game? Are these the heroes of this game? Because I'm not okay with that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Hero, heroes enough. is a strong word. Yeah, you know? yeah. Heroes um, is a strong it's word. It's all yeah. great. It's all great. <laughs> yeah, um, there's, there's no... I mean, I was going to say that it was. it's pretty black and white, but there is definitely some villains. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, super over the top. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah pr- literally... 20 foot holograms of evil presidents like yeah okay i get it i get yeah, what yeah. we're doing here yeah. my, my favorite um, is, is in the original i'm gonna say, Sorry, just go say in the original like it's even more cliche there's there's a bad guy in there that laughs like yeah <laughs> oh yeah i remember him <laughs> and he's like what the hell <laughs> but, but it is but, yeah. interesting like i'm I, i'm assuming the story is you know the core of the story is the same as the original and so it's interesting that that game came out so long ago mm. and was a very eco no, not really. That part, yes, yes, that part definitely is, yeah. Yeah, interesting. It's, from what I've been told, because Crash, Crash and Despawn were very much like, play the original, play the original, um, which I never end up doing because yeah. I'm a loser and I have no time. Um, mm. But yeah, from from what I understand, and Despawn will be able to go into more detail about it, like it, it very much follows similar beats, but mm-hmm. it has drastically changed certain moments that people weren't quite expecting. Yeah. Um, without again, without spoiling anything, because I hate, but I do not want to spoil this game for anyone. This no, is. I agree. This I agree. is my this like when I talk about like formative games, Final Fantasy VII OG is my formative game. It's the one that got me into gaming as much as I am. Um, but this is very like the remake is very much a remake and sequel. Mm. Yeah, and that's all I'll say. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Interesting interesting yeah Yeah, like Uh, like all of the mystery stuff of like cloud having these like headaches and envisions and stuff mm -hmm. like that and these like weird ghost death let's call them what they are dementors Um, (laughs) they're like yeah all of that i'm like i'm 10 hours into your game i need something here that clarifies what this is and why i should give a fuck Uh, you ain't getting it mate yeah you ain't getting it you ain't getting it no, yeah, you ain't getting that yet. No, yeah. you will get it, but you just will. not yet. Yeah. That's fine. And, and, I, and like, I am now kind of feeling, which is interesting because I initially dropped off when I first played it, when it first came out, I dropped off when you got to the first, you know, shitty town where Tifa is and you start oh, okay, doing yeah. errands for people. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I felt like the pace of the game nosedived, which it does, right? It, it does, yes. you about reputation and, and how to, you know, buy stuff in the store and stuff like that. Um I got through all that and then got to the motorbike section and was like, oh, this is cool. This is a cool set piece. I'm enjoying this. Now I'm in the macro reactor and I'm like, oh, I want I want to go back to the town. I want I want that pace again because I feel like this has gone on too long now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, in, it, it's really interesting. And, and the bits that I'm liking are not the bits that I was liking before. And, and you know, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get through it. Um, I'm assuming like it probably a 40 hour playthrough. Right. I'm maybe um, a quarter of the way in. I'm not going to, like, do everything. Oh, okay. uh, um, you should. If you're main story in it, yeah, you probably should do everything because it's yeah. a lot of fun. But, yeah, I'm you're not going to enjoy it to that level. I'm not going to ignore stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. like, when this girl was like, hey, go find five of my cats, I was like, nah, you're all right. <laughs> like, I cannot do that. <laughs> should have found her cats. You should have found her cats, mate. I found her cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. always find the cats. Yeah. I am uh, half tempted in some battles though to flick it to old school mode and play it. Check it out. 
check it out. I don't think I ever did that. Uh, I did for a little bit, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's a, it's like I say, when they say it's like turn based, it's still kind of like modern, but you know, oh, okay, it's interesting. interesting. It's fun. Uh, to just to give you an idea, it is thirty hour, thirty three hours for the main story, forty one and a half for main and sides, and then a completionist run, so hundred percent. It's 86, and that's only because Completionist needs the hard mode uh, after. Oh, yeah, after hard mode. So it's two playthroughs. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would probably land somewhere in the middle then, when I 38, something like that, maybe. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Boys, I've been playing Helldivers. <gasps> Oof. I've been trying Divers 2. Helldivers 2. Well, I've been trying to play Helldivers 2. Let's say it like yeah. that. Last night, we were meant to play me, Crash, Ant, and Haley. Uh, servers went down on PlayStation, so me, Crash, and Ant were playing it for a bit, and then no servers went down. And yeah, we were, we were. I really like this game. Let me mm. let me start off by saying I really like this game. I, there's certain parts of the game I still don't understand um, at all, and I don't think the game does a great job of onboarding you um, to explain how missions work. And maybe I just missed a bunch of text, which could have definitely happened because it's me. Let's be honest with you um because like, i'm on tiktok at the moment and it's all just hell divers and like yeah. people are screaming about how they need people on the other side of the map and i'm like why do we need to be on the other side of the map so apparently everyone is in different playing in different regions mm-hmm. of like the map and that all plays a part in its world i didn't know any of this i've only found this out because of tiktok like the game and again maybe i am wrong but the game doesn't explain that it's like talking about liberating certain areas and stuff right and yeah it's just yeah. yeah exactly america yeah um yeah it, it's it, that part of the game I'm, I'm a little bit confused by and maybe again maybe i'm just being stupid definitely could be a me issue not the game's issue if i'm being honest but the game itself is very very good i started playing it didn't think Haley would enjoy it at all we, we played it first off played about an hour first of all and it's like super ultra hardcore shooting mechanics in terms of like reloads and you have to wait for your clip to be empty before you reload um it's very hard it's a hard game it's not a it's not an easy game but i feel like it has that perfect maybe perfect's a bit strong but it has a very good balance between um it being a hardcore shooter and the mechanics are casual enough for everyone to be able to play right like we did a mission yesterday where you needed to jump around like in terms of like there's a dive mechanic in the game and these gigantic bugs just kept spewing fucking stuff at us and one-shotting us. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, we can't run out of the way of them. No, like you need to run and jump. And it has that great mechanic where you're like jumping to the side and you can still shoot. And yeah, it's it's a lot, a lot of fun overall. Um, like I said, I'm only about, probably only got about like two hours of game time in, if I'm being honest, uh, so far. But mechanically it's very very solid shooting mechanics you can't move and you can move and shoot but like that sets off your aim so you're meant to stand still and shoot grenades obviously play a huge part um i like the progression system in terms of you go out you collect these medals and this different currency then you come back and it has like a giant like battle it looks like a battle pass which we would consider a battle pass type thing it's not um but you use those medals to then buy what you want shotguns and armor and other uh, currency and things like that it's just very simple if i'm being honest with you and i think number one i think that's why this game's done really well Num- there's two there's a few reasons number one really is it's playstation and finally i think you're going to see playstation move in this direction a lot more for their especially for their multiplayer games i don't know about for um their single player let's be honest that's where their bread and butter is and selling systems as well is is by selling those single player games um but their multiplayer games I feel like Last of Us, I know Last of Us has now been cancelled, the multiplayer, but like that would have been perfect for this because it's proven if you make a solid game with a solid loop, people will play it and you explain it perfectly. And I think that's what Helldivers does. It's play it on PlayStation, play it on, on PC day one. Perfect. Um, do, you, do you like shooting bugs? Yes, no. Yes, perfect. Go shoot bugs. There's more to it than that, but mm-hmm. on the on the on the on the on the cusp of things on the on the on the front of things it is go out there with four friends and shoot a bunch of bugs mm. do you enjoy that do yeah. you like starship troopers this is the game for you no. you yeah, but see people have said that i don't like starship troopers like I that's not starship something i've troopers. ever watched right so people keep saying that and i'm sure that's a touchstone but that, it's not the humor is definitely there for mm-hmm. me in this game as well um yeah go on matt do you think um 
you'd have any interest in playing this single player absolutely not not yeah. in the slightest anyone like i saw a tick again tiktok uh sorry tiktok about it today where it's like if you're playing this single player this probably isn't the game for you to be honest with you so it's really interesting it because like the the conversation around xbox and their exclusivity and uh the things that they've been saying you know games that have exceeded their lifespan on xbox games that need a community to thrive right we're looking at skull and bones uh, not not skull and bones sorry sea of thieves mm-hmm. um and so like th- that's what this is this playstation enabling kind of the same strategy right except it's not going to xbox right it's just going to pc and i agree with you i think there's no chance in hell the next two naughty dog games go to pc day and day but maybe the third because they're gonna keep doing this now mm-hmm. and they're gonna keep seeing the monetary benefit from it and once that snowball starts rolling it's really hard to go back on it and so you know they've got that spreadsheet somewhere that says yes the last of us four is going to sell this many playstation sixes but on pc it's also going to sell this many and it's going to yeah. get this much more chatter around it and it's gonna you know yeah i don't know man i don't know yeah. but I, you're right i think it's caught the zeitgeist helldivers 2 in a way that i did not expect it to it's all no. i'm seeing on tiktok because it's badass it's people mm-hmm. having fun it's it's the party chat um kicking off and and it's it's great to see and and so, the fact that those servers are going down sucks for the game yeah yeah it does but that's, it does the, that's the biggest problem right now yeah. is the servers so i was given given the but credit it shows though. the interest right yeah sorry go so on i'm gonna say yeah so i saw some stats i think helldivers one at the time when it launched had like a max concurrent of like ten thousand people this game currently has four hundred thousand people trying to play yeah that's that's a big jump and yeah it obviously shows like it's like you guys have said that it's a great indicator to playstation that yeah this this works like you yeah. give people access to these games where they want to play them you're going to get them in um i think for me as well uh just as a personal because i was very much on the kind of like on the fence about do i pick this game up do i not um and then i saw the price it's like it's 35 like price point. 35 dollars yeah. or 35 pounds whatever uh easy easy decision yeah. for me like yeah i it's now ready to download ready, ready to install and i'm very excited to jump in at some point soon what i would say is if you're on xbox and you're dying to get into helldivers and you just can't um check out deep rock galactic on uh game pass because it's a very similar concept very similar loop um you are just shooting bugs and it's very tongue-in-cheek humor um you know anti-capitalist humor and stuff with it it's great. Um, Deep Rock Galactic is a game that you will see crop up on Reddit all the time. It's like, hey, I'm looking for a game to play with my mates. I'm looking to squad up and, and have fun. Deep Rock Galactic is brilliant. And it's a game that me and my mates keep going back to. Um, and if they had capable PCs, we'd all be in Helldivers right now. But they don't, unfortunately. Uh, mm, yeah, no, I, there's, a, there's just certain little mechanics in the game that are really smart, which is like, when do you see games utilize the D-pad anymore? Mm-hmm. you don't really and the pure fact is you, there's a you have these little like supplier beacons and other specialty things that happen in the game right you push lb depending on if you're playing on playstation or if you're on pc i'm on pc so it's tab and then it's like the, the d-pad of the controller you put in the code and it's like oh, yeah cool. that that's really it's really fun like it i know that's it sounds stupid it does it really does yeah. because you need to pick a perfect moment to set out send out a resupply it's like I said to me and Crash playing this, I'm like, Crash, cover me. Crash doesn't listen to me. I scream again, Crash, cover me. I'm literally trying to put down this freezer play. He's like, you didn't tell me. I'm like, I did. He's like, so we're screaming at each other. And yeah, like it, it does. It's not just push button, thing comes down. Mm-hmm. It's like you actually have to activate a code um, to make it happen, which, you know, gives you a bit of time. You need a bit of time to get that done, which you're right. It does add, it adds tension to the game. And yeah, it's, it's really, really good. I'm really... I'm really happy that again my code was promoted by PlayStation, so thank you PlayStation for sending that over. Um, but I'm really happy this game has done well because I remember back in the day, especially being such a big kind of funny fan, right? Um, I remember hearing Greg Miller talk about Helldivers like a lot, yeah. and I was like, "This top-down game, top like I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, not really for me if I'm being honest." Well, was it on Vita? If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, it launched probably yeah. both to Vita and PS3 or PS4. I'm pretty- I can't remember. I no, yeah. I don't remember either. I, I, I could have swore it was a Vita game. Um, I think but... it came to both eventually. Did it come to Vita? Yeah, oh, it did wrong. come to Vita. PS3, yeah. PS4, and PS Vita. Yeah, I thought it did. Um, Question is, are we playing some today? I got oh, some I'm done. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah. done. I'm trying to get it installed, and I'm, I'm good to go. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm if the... it boots. Well, if yeah. It boots, yeah. But Despawn was saying maybe that was a server thing, but it didn't it feel like a server thing because I wasn't, but I wasn't even getting to a start screen. You no, know, but it's still, it's still, still part, I think it's all part okay. of the load then. Yeah, cool. yeah. I had the same thing. Like yesterday, I was, we were playing, we were fine, then I couldn't get in. It, we couldn't even, I couldn't even get to a start screen. Sometimes I get black screened. Cool. Like, Great. yeah, it was, it was Happy a whole, days. I think it's all server. It's I all server. I probably didn't need to uninstall and reinstall it then, eh? But no, then, no, no, no. That would be not. the <laughs> login, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all definitely a server issue, it seemed like, but yeah um i've also been playing a little game you may have heard of it it does exist i've been telling you it exists it's called skull and bones um again Same. full transparency for anybody that's not doesn't know what i do i am a host for ubisoft i hosted um a host and a streamer for ubisoft um not i'm like an official host in the ubisoft i go into the office and things like that i had someone say to me the other day it's like you always uh, you always say it like you're something special and i'm like yeah, no, I do something a little bit different from other <laughs> content creators. I like going to the office and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I like Skull and Bones. I know. Some people uh, won't like to hear that. And some people will will drag me over the coals and call me a, a corporate apologist and all this crap, whatever. It's got nothing to do with any of that. Everything I say is I'm welcome to say it. And it's been I've been told that as well. Mm-hmm. Um I like Skull and Bones. I, I think Skull and Bones is a very, very solid naval combat pirate game. Now, listen to what I just said. Naval combat pirate game. No, it is not Assassin's Creed Black Flag remake, remaster, blah, 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 blah. No, it is not the next third-person action-adventure game that also has pirates. No, this is a pirate ship naval combat game. And for that, I enjoy it. Like, I feel like the fact that people talk down about this game in ways of like, yes, do I think it's a little bit strange that there are, you have the ability to go off onto these different islands, but you can't walk around the ship. Do I think that was an interesting choice? Yes, I do. I think that is something that probably should have been there in the game just to give you the, the the ship is pretty much you as the character right they try mm-hmm. and obviously you customize your character at the start of the game and things like that but that character doesn't really matter it, it, the ship is your character like if you're customizing that you are building it to how you want weapon wise and all of that so it is weird to not have that relationship to be able to walk around it and be able to actually see what you have done um in a third person way but Again, that's clearly a creative choice. It's clearly something they wanted to do, and that's that's what they've gone with. Um, I don't have a problem with a lot of the things people do. I've seen people say the game's ugly. No disrespect. I think maybe you're running the game on a potato PC then, because I, I generally don't <laughs> think the game is ugly. I've seen people say yeah. stuff about the water, and again... I interviewed the devs for about the water and this isn't this isn't me using that information this is just me going off of my my opinion of the water i think it's the best looking water i've seen in a game like to date which is very important for a game which is about naval combat Mm -hmm. right and ships and (laughs) and oceans and seas and like you know for me there's a lot of impressive tech in this game that i think is going over people's heads the way your ship hits a wave and it literally moves your entire ship the way the waves come in and you it gives you a warning in game sort of thing but you need to get out of the way of it or it will just destroy your ship there's so many different things in this game which i think i think this is why ubisoft kept this game going for so long because i think you're going to see certain elements of tech that they've built in this game go out to your assassin's creeds to your um motor fests the crews and stuff like that i just think there's a lot of tech in this game that has been developed for next gen consoles um that's gonna actually be used i'm not saying that is the reason that's just me hypothesizing um but the game itself yeah people have said it's the division but with ships and it, it kind of is it's go off to this this place collect your mission get back in your ship do the mission go back to this place collect this it's the ubisoft formula and some people love that some people hate that me i have been a a huge fan of ubisoft for a really long time and i love the formula like i understand that i do think it needs changing at this point and i do think maybe it is getting to a point where we want to see a little bit more innovation but i think we want that across the entire industry right so mm. yeah. yeah, me, I, I enjoy Skull and Bones. I've had people ask me what would I review it. I, I would put it probably in the seven range, which is what I'm seeing people come out 
of it. Yeah. Uh, and seven isn't bad. No. Um, nah. Do I think you should buy this game at $70? Do you like pirates? Do you like naval combat? If the answer to both those questions is yes, then I think it's worth $70 to you. If you don't, go get it on Ubisoft Plus. Pay for a month of that, which is cheaper than $70. Try out the game and then decide for yourself whether you should play it or not. It currently has a, a free eight-hour trial, um, which I would say probably doesn't bode well for the game. If I'm being honest, if they put out mm. a free eight hour trial this early when the game's only been out a week, not yeah. even, not even, um, especially along with the the premium edition coming out that had early access, you had the cross, you had the open beta with cross progression as well. If they've had to do a free trial this early as well, I've I've got to imagine the game hasn't sold well, mm -hmm. which is a shame. Because again, uh, not talked about anything. I played I played a bit of Skull and Bones as well. Uh, I've put about one or two hours in. Mm. um kind of echoing what you say like the world is beautiful uh the naval combat is it feels fully fleshed out yeah. uh so when you go up against enemies like you, you it's not just a case of point and shoot like you do feel like you have to uh decide how you're going to take on it especially if you come up against like three or four ships mm -hmm. and like balancing how you take them on um the thing I do like that I think is really cool is because it's just like a, an open world and it's just like PV multiplayer is just on. It's not like you can't think, I don't think you can switch that off. I've not looked. Or PVE. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, there are just, there so. are, the cool thing I've seen is there are just people in the world and you can come across a massive naval battle with like two or three like player ships going up against a big boss and you yeah. can just sail into it and help them. And join. And then yep. Join, sail in, and then head off on your way to whatever you were mm -hmm. doing. And I love that. Or like I say, you come up against the big ship and it starts attacking you and then two people just come round the bend and help you out. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of issues with it. Like... Um, I feel like I'm constantly looking at that little yellow loading screen every time I go in and out of a building uh, or if I disembark, I feel like that that's constant pretty much for me. It's like, it always seems to be this little loading screen. When you're out on the sea, nothing. It is truly open. You can go anywhere. There doesn't seem to be any loading screens, but as soon as you disembark or you go into a building or you go into a cutscene to talk to somebody, I feel like I'm constantly like... For like 10, 15 seconds, I'm just watching this little circular thing in the center of a black screen, which not great when I've played other games recently where I'm seeing like a massive open world and there's like literally no cutscene, like or like no no loading screens. And it's yeah, yeah. It, I mean it was complaining about Starfield, right? Like it's yeah. it, like why in this why big open universe am I looking at loading screens all the time? And so yeah. 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 And like I say, but I kind of echo what you're saying. Like, I'm not like too far into story wise. Like, I've got my first major ship. I've I don't got... think the story is that good. I'll, no. I'll go out and say that. Like, I'm not playing this for the story. The no. story is is pretty. Sherlock is Sherlock is there, and I'm going off and doing his missions. Cool. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, yeah. really care about but what's going on in the world. Yeah. But I enjoy the I, the thing that I think the thing I think I enjoy the most. And people keep asking this, right? Is oh, what do you enjoy about the game? I like how chilled it is. Mm -hmm. That's it is, that is 100 <laughs> it. Like for me, again, it is very much like podcast put it on a podcast yeah. in the background do not use fast travel at all no i've not used it once yet i'm yeah. just sailing everywhere and like it takes like five minutes to get like from one end of the like an island to like another area like that's perfect for me like i'll do that have a couple of battles listen to a podcast listen to music maybe which is a shame because i like listening to the shanties instead oh yeah the sea shanties are great like it's the classic yeah, just like out of nowhere they'll just start singing along um if they've got stamina because they don't like singing when they're tired apparently who knew makes sense yeah so <laughs> but no yeah just whip whip them. On them. sing sing you bastards <laughs> but no i'm like i say i'm really enjoying it i'd agree with like the sevens like like there, there are some issues with it that i'm having uh but like not enough for it to not be fun yeah i'd like i say it, the, the the chilled nature of like jump in your boat and sail around and mm -hmm. shoot and destroy things and you know i'm just enjoying that loop to yeah. be honest with you going off and grabbing these blueprints and upgrading my ship and yeah i i want to get to end game Mm -hmm. like i know i again i know there's a lot to come in season two and i'm sure ubisoft are very the one thing you've got to give credit to where credit's due for ubisoft is they do support their games long term we've seen that um even division games like Riders republic division two um what's the roller champions like 
all these games have had multiple, multiple years. Rainbow Six, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we've seen them do it before, where a game has launched, it hasn't quite met expectations, and they've turned it around. Now, I think people have just gone in with absolutely ridiculous expectations for this game because of how long it's taken, right? Like a mm-hmm. seven, a game that's been in development for seven years is clearly a game that's been through development hell. Like, it's not a game that has been in development with a clear idea and plan, and they've been developing that for seven years. And I think that's the part that people, like the everyday casual gamer and obviously the the, um, know-it-all internet player, um, is, is not quite thinking about, right? Like, game development is hard. And when you lose, we've heard about this game losing producers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, when you lose that identity of what the game is supposed to be, there are going to be problems. But yeah, I do think overall, I think it's a very fun, enjoyable experience if you enjoy naval combat um, and enjoy being a pirate. Yeah. I think it's probably a good case study for, hey, game industry, stop telling us about your games so early on. Like, like look at... All right, it's hard to make this comparison, but look at Helldivers, right? It, they weren't talking about that for the last seven years, right? Or five years or however long that's been in development. It just gives you opportunity yeah. to build up so much bad press. If this had been announced a year ago and then they were like, hey, yeah, we're going to do a free weekend, opening weekend or whatever it was, however long they wanted to work that trial period. Um, and it's all that ship combat that you loved from AC4 in a live service division style game. Let's go. I think people would be way more positive on it. Um, It's like a free thing they can jump into with their mates and try and then maybe get hooked on and Sea of Thieves has been out for so long and people haven't had anything like this. It's because of that constant news cycle of, oh, there's another trailer, or there's another delay, or there's another delay, or there's another delay. It became a joke of the industry. Yeah. Um, Whereas if you just held off and not announced it so early on, Maybe we could have avoided. I mean, look, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Easier so said than easier oh, said than done absolutely. when you don't have shareholders breathing down your neck, course, screaming course, what's course, coming next. And I think that's the hard part, right? Is it's I agree with you wholeheartedly. I always thought the Bethesda way of doing things was amazing, like in terms of like what they did with Fallout and things like that. Yeah. But like, and the game is out in six months. You're like, mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. yes, love this. Um, but in the same breath, some games it's games are very different to films right you need there are some games need a bigger and longer push i do agree obviously seven years is a very long time to be promoting a game and i do agree that's what's been the game's biggest hindrance right is why did it take so long Mm -hmm. like why did it take so long and I, i wish the one thing i wish with this game especially that is they would have got up in front of it you know obviously i've done i've done in developer interviews and things like that right i would have loved to have um spoken to like a director or producer or something like that and been like hey let's just have an open honest conversation with with the community that are excited for this game of like why did it take so long why isn't there like the for for me why why can't i walk around the ship yeah even for you just to say hey that wasn't the creative decision we wanted to make like we think experiencing this ship the way that you do and looking at it from a first or third person perspective and blah 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 blah. they can give me the pr speak for it but like i do think it would have sounded good coming from somebody on the top i feel like you know we we've we've not heard from um we've heard from chris we heard from andy obviously we heard from chloe who are some of the best developers i've met and they 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 do some great stuff um, but I would have liked to have spoken to more people about some more in-depth, nitty-gritty things, but obviously didn't get the opportunity to do that. But And yeah. I think as well, like, you probably have to assume those conversations were had. Absolutely. It was made for a reason. Maybe, you know, if the, it's so difficult, right, because you don't know what the reality is. But let's say they came out and they were like, we had it fully implemented. It just wrecked the pace of the game yeah. because of X, Y, and Z. You'd go like... Cool, that makes sense. Like, it's considered and you've talked about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, like, more and more and more gamers are more interested in hearing those kind of stories. Like, look at the Grounded documentary for Last of Us. Crazy numbers. All right, The Last of Us is a different beast. No, no, I just... But I watch... The one I go on about all the time is Hello Games is one, right? About... um, No, about Compulsion Games, sorry. About We Happy Few. I remember watching that and coming away... um, Bro... I didn't really love We Happy Few, but I'm yeah. so excited for Compulsion's next game, which is uh, Clockwork. Uh, uh, no, it's, no, the stuff for Midnight. 
Oh no, Sam Midnight. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, I get those two muddled up. I do apologize. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's like because of that documentary. So I just yeah. I, I hope we get I hope we get to a place, and I'm sure they. I hope team like bigger teams. Obviously, it's hard to do when you're an indie dev and things like that, right? But like, yeah, if you've got a, when you've got a UB, a Microsoft, a Sony, a Square Enix, a, put a, put somebody in there with a camera who yeah. knows what they're doing, so we can hear these stories because it allows us to appreciate the nuance of making games. It, I, 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 yeah. Now, having said that, I fully understand. Like last of that Last of Us Two documentary kicks off from when they're making Lost Legacy. Like they must have a crew at Naughty Dog, mm-hmm. maybe three people, maybe who were just there to make documentaries about their stuff, and they put out one thing every three years or something. Like it's a huge ask for a company to do that. Um, and and you haven't yeah, got to go to that scale, it? It, right? Well, you is haven't it? got to go to that scale either, like, right? I think yeah. you do. Like, I think you, generally, I think you need two people, right? If you can have two people at the studio and it is their job to just document. Because, uh, again, I used to watch Gary Vee a lot of the time, right? And his big yeah, statement yeah. was like, don't create document. Because yeah. once you've got the footage, you can create the video around it afterwards. Just yeah. literally, your job is to document, which is, there's just been a big bust up in the office, Hey, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna talk to you right now. I don't mm-hmm. wanna talk. I know you don't wanna talk, but this is my job. Sit down. Let's talk. Like, mm-hmm. I think the big, the best part of that whole documentary was like, the part that I loved the most was when they set up a meeting with Neil and they didn't show up. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, because this is real life. This is what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like you need to show that and and the stress that caused on the team of like, we've been sat here for a fucking hour. Yeah. And it, like he's not able to make it. I'm sure he wanted to or whatever, right? But like I think it just it humanizes game developers in a way that we don't necessarily see. We all go through stresses, we all go through anxiety and all of that. And I think it's so important. I feel a Skull and Bones documentary, I think, would have resonated with players so much beforehand as well, of like, look, this is what we've been through to get yeah. there. To be fair, and and you know, easier said than done and hindsight 2020. Um if that came out pre-season two of Skull and Bones, yeah. and they went, here's the seven-year-long documentary. Here's the story of Skull, Skull and Bones. Bones. Here's why we kept it going, and here's what it is, and season two is coming out this weekend, and it's free yeah. to play for a weekend. Fuck, you'd get a lot of people in. You I would. think you would as well. Um, I think you said it perfectly. Because it's a fascinating story. Yeah, I think, fact, you said it perfectly. Humanize the developers, because everyone looks at these games like, oh, Ubisoft have made a game that isn't the game I wanted. It's like, mm-hmm. no, hundreds of people like as you load up the game it goes you you be soft singapore you be soft this station you just you be soft this yeah there's like i think there's like 10 studios and like that is hundreds possibly a thousand people working on a game like humanize those people show the people behind the game so that when you're in chat i've seen you i've seen you it's like oh it's just black flag from five years ago it's like shut up like this is like hundreds of people's hard work and seeing the passion that they've brought to that game would definitely like again like matt says like you do you drop that like before a big update yeah, yeah that's gonna be perfect i think be huge yeah be i huge. think i'll make it for you Ubi. i'll Get in touch. yeah 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 i'll hide this one to edit it there you go don't holler, don't, don't holler at me i'm busy don't, don't busy. call me oh no we're, gonna, no we're gonna do a vt with you fix yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah you know I am the host. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Exactly. But no, I, I, I think I think that's an interesting angle talking to the guy who streamed it on mm-hmm. opening weekend or streamed it early for the beta or whatever. Like <laughs> that's a story that needs to be told. Yeah. It needs to be told. Someone, it, someone has gets to be me told. in there. Has to be. But told. no, I I genuinely think that's something that more companies. I think just in general, like the way that the internet is getting in the moment, the disposable nature of everything. Like, put a face to things. Humanize it. Yeah. Get people, the, the, I like, think the problem invested. the problem you'll get with it at least initially and I do think it'll start to happen a little bit because of the grounded documentary because of stuff like that is you'll get the the fake not real version of it yeah. and that'll turn people off mm. um, but we need to but those ones we need to we need to be vocal about it being fake and it mm. not being the real experience sure. so game companies go okay no. they don't want a we, they, 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 we don't want to mark it. The Last of Us documentary and the Compulsion Games documentary, I haven't seen the Grounded one, unfortunately, so someone link it to me so I can watch it. Um, the Grounded is The Last of Us. So it's called Grounded. Uh, oh, sorry. I thought you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I no, thought... No, there isn't one for the game. Grounded no. one. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, like, the what, usually watch, I usually watch no... Um, no, clip. no Clip. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, those documentaries are raw and they mm. tell a story. And don't get me wrong, it has a start, a middle, and end. Like it, it tells a well-crafted story, and there is there is a bit of PR speak in there. But it's those raw moments you need to see with it. I need someone saying fuck. Like just everyone, so, every like, single one. Well, Point no, yourself, drop the f bomb. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, there's those little things that humanize people. You know, mm -hmm. people swear. Stop acting like you're this buttoned up. You're a video game company. You make video games that are meant to be fun and enjoyable and unique experiences. Like have fun with it. Like mm -hmm. you don't need to be this this big buttoned up corporate machine that like. Yeah, what that, and that's kind of where I feel like Xbox is at right now. But that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But, We'll yeah. get to that, I'm sure, at some point. Um, I forgot to say shout out to our Patreon producer, Aaron God. So big shout out to you, Aaron God. Thank you for Love keeping you. the show going. Um, this one, what are we at runtime for today? Uh, we're at like 45 minutes. Mm, let's do a blind ranking, shall we? Boys, I've got some blind rankings for you. Uh, you guys will be blind ranking some video games today. Uh, these were given in by Big Willie. W, I think it is. Let me see. The, let me see if I can see the name real quick. Sorry, I mean, it's just not up here. I can't see it. I'm sorry. I tried. I'm sorry, Big Willie. I think it's Big, Big Willie. Um, all right, here we go. Will so you're ranking them one through five. Blind ranking these video games. Number one, Need for Speed. Oh, I wanna like. I'm just gonna put it out there, just as a number straight away. Three. Yeah, I I feel you. I'm I'm half tempted to go two okay. because of kind of the impact that it's had. You know, like I think of Need for and maybe I'm in the vast minority here, but I think of like music from Need for Speed games, yeah. like I do FIFA games. Yeah, right. like like th some of those tracks and stuff are like to the window. So influential. that's Underground Two. When that mm. that was that song yeah. was. Yeah. In my life, yeah, uh, I remember from, Underground yeah. so fondly. Um, you know, it's a big enough franchise to have got a movie with Aaron True. Paul. Uh, whether or not it should have is a different conversation, but mm -hmm. it did. Um, you can't say that about many other video games, let alone racing games. Um, mm. Call of Duty never had a game, uh, a movie, sorry, they definitely had a game. Don't need it, that's yeah, they, why they, they games. It, it is. Yeah, it's had one or two games. Um, <laughs> to yeah. be fair, we're 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 moments away from a younger Tom Cruise having bought the movie rights to that, I would have said. Um, a younger Tom Cruise? I don't think he'll do it now. Oh, like he's okay. got his top gun and stuff now. If Tom Cruise was 20 years younger, I could mm. see Tom Cruise buying the rights to that and doing that like he's done with Mission Impossible. Anyway, yeah. um, I'm happy I mean, to go I'm three, but I think we might have fucked ourselves. Yeah. Oh, look, we haven't gone there. Confirm it. Come yeah, on. Give it, give it, wait, wait, we're going wait. three. We're going three. Are we? Three. Okay. All right. All yeah, right. I'm down. I'm down. Next game. Falls of Horizon. Ooh. Again, maybe it's bias, but I'd mm -hmm. say probably one. Mm -hmm. I'd See, say like as a as a way to pivot the Forza franchise to a more broad audience, which racing games have kind of struggled to do even gran turismo as popular oh, as yeah. that is um i think horizon is a is a one yeah i mean arguably horizon is the better forza series at this point oh i i 100 agree with that yeah right i am more excited for the next horizon than i am for the next motorsport of course because of the type of gamers that you are though so no i like yeah, i grew up playing sure, gran turismo but... and things like that i love those like classic like you know get into the nitty-gritty and build out your car and all that kind of stuff but yeah horizon is just straight up more fun and, and, you, and you know it how much weight you put on this i don't know but it, it when it horizon 4 came out right it was ign's game of the year a mm -hmm. racing game was ign's game of the year yeah, that's yeah. a big deal yeah um it was a huge win kind of early on in the Game Pass days. Um, yeah, I, I think it deserves to be in that number one spot. I've got no problem with it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. number one, Forza Horizon. Number three, Need for Speed. Speed. Next up, Burnout. I'm See, I'd, I'd want to say two, but I'm going to say four because I think I, I know what might come up in this list. I exactly agree with you. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of what is going to come up in this list. My heart says two, but my head says four. Yeah. Like, like 
takedown is so special to me um Revenge but that is not yeah that is not what the burnout series is anymore paradise paradise is the best part in that game stop mm. it i don't know for me it's a similar argument to you made for uh, need for speed the soundtrack to revenge was uh, oh really yeah when, i don't uh, think of the soundtrack in the same way as i do for need for speed at all specifically no, for me there is there is a moment i still remember is when there is a there's a band that's on the soundtrack called comeback kid and when you first first when the when the level starts and you swing around a corner and the drums kick in and i'm just like oh here we go i'm about to take down so many people right now oh vibes just, just pure vibes yeah yeah we're gonna lock it in at four okay four? number four yeah four Damn next it. up i don't like fools that. on motorsport oh no because wow. i know what's I think coming it's five <laughs> yeah no, because, because because it didn't penetrate the mainstream in the way it should have. The 360 Force Motorsport was a big deal. I get mm. it. But Hori- they outdid themselves with Horizon. You, we can't put Motorsport above Horizon. Can't be done. Well, obviously, because Horizon is in the number one spot. I forgot about that. But <laughs> I think it's a five. Yeah. And Only- I think that's fine. I, I don't think it's fine, but I definitely think it's not a number two. Yeah, it's I fine. kind of yeah. So at number two, you have put Midnight Club. Damn it! Big Willie always does this to us. Damn it, Willie. Does goddamn games. So your list was Horizon number one. Yeah. Fools. Uh, yeah, Midnight no, Club at number two. Mid Midnight Club number two. Need for Speed number three. Mm-hmm. Burnout. Motors- number Burnout number four. Motorsport number five. Damn it, Willie! You've done us again. Not a great list, if I'm being honest with you, lads. No, no, that could have been a lot better. Well, yeah. we expect. I was not expecting Gran Turismo in there. I was expecting a Ridge Racer. There was no Gran Turismo. Yeah, I know, that's what I know but I think that's what Despawn was expecting, right? Yeah, I was expecting like a Gran Turismo or something. I was, yeah. I was expecting a Ridge Racer, and I would have been fine putting Ridge Racer at two. Yeah. Um, Ridge, or a Mario Ridge Kart maybe? number two. Yeah, Mario Kart would have been a good shot. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Well, interesting, interesting, damn it, Willie. Willie. Uh, Matt, your new segment, talk to me. Agree or disagree? This is where I throw out an inflammatory statement. Let's face it, ladies and gents, and we argue it for your enjoyment. Um, last week, we did uh, Is Master Chief a top five video game mascot? What, were the, what was the consensus you guys were feeling? Because I well, felt a consensus from people online that people agreed with me and Crash that he was indeed. I disagree with you. No, I thought like, the comments very much were like, you guys missed a bunch of characters, which I agreed with them on. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, mm-hmm. I thought the consensus was no. My Master Chief is not. Interesting. My nan proved it. She didn't know who Master Chief was. She yeah. thought it was Master Chef. So. And you know what? I did say that... Um, that we family rules. your family decide mm-hmm. when we're mm-hmm. a lock stalemate so there we go we've decided did, did, did we see the video didn't have it right so the tiktok didn't end up having it but i ended up recording myself speaking to my mom the and tiktok my didn't but the video that went live on youtube, oh, YouTube okay did. perfect oh okay gotcha gotcha so okay, if you want to cool. see yeah fixes was it your mum? yeah it's my mum and my um, sister yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh if you want to see them reacting and seeing if they know who master chief is or not then go check out the youtube channel uh, like and subscribe. Spoilers. <laughs> I felt good about Here last we week's. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what your mum thinks well, about this week. <laughs> Here we go. Line up the FaceTime. Agree or disagree? Xbox should be leaning into remaking their classic games in the same way that PlayStation is. Ooh. 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 So we're going to go around the room. Agree or disagree? Paul Despawn, we're going to start with you. Agree. MC Fixer. Disagree. I'm on disagree as well. Okay. So I think then we start with you, Despawn. Okay. What's the argument? Um, I mean, good favor with the community. Like, there is so many pitfalls that Xbox have had recently where they have just shot themselves in the foot time and time again in marketing and everything else. Like, if you came out and said, we're going to make you a new Viva Pinata, we're going to make you a new... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to make you a new Banjo-Kazooie, we're going to remake from the ground up um, the uh, Gears of War series, we're going to make up from the ground up all of these 
long dormant titles that we've now just bought. Like you, you turned around to them and said, like, we've got this game, this game, this game, this game, this game in development now for you because you love them. That's why you love these IPs. We're coming out with them. Also, Perfect Dark, here's a good look at it now in the modern setting. You're excited about it right now, possibly, maybe, who knows? Nice. Um, I think that would carry so much good favor with the Xbox community. Uh, I think it's just a great marketing decision. Uh, and honestly, I'd just love to go back and play some of those classic titles that kind of have fallen away to the wayside a little bit. Like, if you did a modern Viva Pinata with the kind of <laughs> love and care and attention that, like, say, like, an an Animal Crossing, or I'm going to put it out just as a recent example, the Dundoki Island uh, section in uh, Infinite, Infinite Wealth. Wealth. You yeah. you put that kind of care and attention to a Viva Pinata. Like, I think there's, there is an, a vocal community out there who are going to love that. Uh, and yeah, it's only going to be good for Xbox to say, look, like we, we recognize the past that we've got and the IP power that we have. We're going to finally dig into it and give you guys what you want. Like, look at the, um, not a great example, but I really enjoyed it. Like Battletoads, when they finally came out and said, well, we're making you a brand new Battletoads, like a classic 2D, uh, like beat them up. Like, and it was great. It was genuinely great. I enjoyed it. Like, you but that do was that a brand with- new game, not a remake. But no, but like, okay, so maybe not the best example. But Ultimate Edition of Gears of War then. There's there's a Look, remake for you. Uh, move aside, D-Spawn. <laughs> Look, the problem we have here is Xbox haven't delivered on their first party lineup in terms of new games for too long. Mm-hmm. So for me for them to be like, okay, and now we're getting a Viva Pinata remake. Like, okay. No, thank you. I'm not interested in any remakes. Like, you need to deliver on new, brand new experiences that are coming to the Xbox ecosystem. I will no longer be saying console. Um, The Xbox ecosystem now. Because at the end of the day, if you're trying to... The whole point of this this conversation last week, right, was about elevating and getting in new players and blah, 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 blah. A remake of Viva Piñata is not doing that. A new a remake of Gears of War is not doing that. Like, if people didn't like Gears of War, they're not now going to play a remake of Gears of War. True. If people if people wanted to play Viva Pinata, they would have bought an Xbox One or free a uh, 361 or a uh, series console, right? And they would have went and bought the disc and they would have plopped it in their consoles. Like, no, as much as the audience pretends they're clamoring for these remakes for certain titles, they're really not. They're really, really not. And Xbox needs to focus on delivering brand new, amazing, I'm not even saying good, they need amazing experiences because they haven't delivered that yet. And remakes are not going to do that. I love Gears of War 1. I love Gears of War 2. I love Gears of War 3. I'd love to see them get a remake in the same way Resident Evil 2 did. At like, and so it's drastically... Everything I love about the games are there, but it's, they're different in certain different moments. Right? I'd love I'd love that, and I would I would absolutely scream like a little girl probably if that was the case but that's not what xbox needs right now it needs amazing first party games that are going to deliver on new experiences i agree with you and i think for me um xbox have never been good with messaging and we say this constantly Mm -hmm. and they haven't leaned in enough to what their strategy is which is not remaking games it's giving you backwards compatibility and they should have every time playstation re-releases the last of us xbox should be laughing well you want to pay another 70 bucks for that game that you've already bought twice why join xbox game pass you can play every gears of war game with an fps fps boost and you know some improved resolution yeah and in better resolution like we've already done the work for you and we're not charging you for it again and it's so that we can bring you gears of war 7 because you don't want to play gears of war 1 again no matter how much you think you do even the shadow of colossus right which is like i think it's a phenomenal remake and a game that you know had more legacy than i think anything xbox has right like of like this game goes further back than most xbox's franchises was beloved but not played by enough people because there weren't enough gamers back then and stuff like that. It just showed you that you should have just you should have just made a new Shadow of the Colossus and improved the controls and improved all the things and made a new story that resonates with more people now. And 
it had all these great ideas that it couldn't fulfill back then. So remaking it, whilst nostalgic for a lot of people, new gamers are going to pick that up and go, what the f- why were people so obsessed with this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? Make a new one and get a new audience back in on that franchise that people loved and show them why they loved it and then give them the option in your library to go back and play the old one if they want and have that nostalgic feeling. But making that old game that's 20 years old, 15 years old, prettier, isn't, like you say, Fix, getting in those new gamers. Nope. Modernize, make better, and keep that back catalog, which I think Xbox has done a phenomenal job of. Like, game history, preserving those incredible experiences, as incredible as they were when they came out, um, I think is the way to do it. I'm more excited to do that. Now, the, the counter to that... I suppose is dead space right which is a game that they recently remade from not xbox but was recently remade from the ground up and i think did get a lot of new people including myself into that franchise um but that was a modern enough game where the controls didn't matter and the things didn't like all those things didn't matter so much um which to be fair is a lot of xbox's back catalog they're modern enough that you don't need those massive overhauls but i'd still always rather see a new gears of war game than a gears of war remake um come down so, the pipe i mean so would i but my uh, my counter to that counter is do you not think that xbox now have enough studios to be able to do both no you don't clearly no. not like like no. fixer said those new games need to be amazing we've not got there yeah true what's the the last amazing game we got from xbox was hi-fi rush which was, was, in my opinion, was an amazing game. Yeah. Um, and then before that was Psychonauts. Both games were in development before Xbox owned those studios. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, well, we can them as first party, and they obviously they are first party. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we need to... I want to see what all these new Xbox studios are working on now that they are under Xbox's thumb. Because yeah. we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And um, time will tell. But yeah, and I no. think, like having the backwards compatible backwards compatible xbox game pass library having mm. all of those things again it's a messaging thing i want you to have a compulsion game section in there let me as an average gamer not that i am but as your average gamer going to game pass understand who this developer is what their back catalog looks like and why i should be excited for south of midnight coming um like the rare replay kind of was a good example of that like this is the history sure. of rare like so play all these you kind of know where they came from you've got sea of thieves now maybe you'll have whatever everwild is when that comes oh, man, do you remember I everwild? Even... oh shit everwild i forgot about it um i think they have as well like, <laughs> even to the point of like gamifier xbox are really good at gamifying like making you use game pass like get an achievement in a game pass game this week but mm. not everybody gives a shit about that no. but give me an achievement for playing every single compulsion game yeah. and, and maybe i get something special in south by midnight a skin or something like that right like gamify it in a way that makes me appreciate your history but i don't need you to spend millions of dollars and a whole team you know three years to remake a gears of war game mm. like give me a condensed version even of gears of war right let me play some of the best bits from all the gears of war games it's like its own game in game pass it's like a scene selection the best bits the history run through Yo, or whatever that would be amazing it's like an eight could hour you game imagine... that is all of the gears of war games that have been so far bro could you imagine that of like cutting out like imagine like that's wow i've never thought of that that's re- that's a really cool idea in terms of like Halo, you could do that with, with this is you know like a huge we would go to youtube right of like need to know and then mm-hmm. we watch that imagine that in game form which is like and i don't know how they would do it so you know you'd need engineers at the wazoo to figure this out right because i wouldn't i'm just spitballing like you just said right it's yeah you start gears of war one and it gives you like five of the best story beats that you need to know from gears one and the same in gears two the same in gears three the game same in gears four leading up to whatever the newest gears is and you just keep adding to it every there's an update that goes to it. it's like story and you imagine you're doing that for halo gears like all these iconic series that would be crazy and i think that might be easier to and we're not dev guys so we don't know that might no. be easier to implement through streaming yeah i would downloading a whole new thing and having to yeah. build and compile a whole new thing it'd be like it'd be able to like drop you into that experience in that moment and 
give you some new context and stuff. I'd never thought about it before it came out of my mouth either, but I think it's fucking genius. It is genius. Hey, on Xbox, <laughs> where you at? We've got an idea Let's for go. you. We'll only I'm take like 50%. Right. Like, like I started this argument by saying Xbox doesn't have the legacy of PlayStation, right? They can't remake a Crash Bandicoot. There is no Crash Bandicoot. There is no Spyro. The closest you get is Chief and, and uh, Marcus Phoenix and stuff like that. And so having that unique way to experience that franchise could be really cool, eh? Um, yeah. Hit me up, Phil. Hit me up. Hit me up, Phil. Hit me up, Phil. So what do we say? Do we agree or do we disagree? I'm not budging, so I'm not budging either. I am. I'm budging. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go hey, with you guys. Consensus. Yeah. Hey. Let us know what you think in the comments, as always. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's uh, plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Matt, anything to plug this week? Head over to the TikTok where we put little cut-up versions of agree or disagree. I'm going to be editing that straight after this. Um, and then maybe we'll be streaming some Helldivers and stuff. So uh, you should uh, maybe check out uh, MC Fixer on Twitch. Why me? Might... Why my Xbox and me? I'll make Despawn stream. Oh, shit. Oh, man. He's he's not ready for that <laughs> shit. I'm going to do some editing. What the hell? Yeah, no, I'm joking. Uh, no, yeah, check out the My Xbox and Me Twitch channel, obviously. Check out the YouTube channel. We're putting out a lot more content consistently nowadays, which is awesome. Obviously, it's something we've been trying to do for a while now. Um, any, I'd love some feedback. If you've got any feedback, positive, negative, as long as it's said in a constructive way, I am more than happy to hear it. We've got our Discord, um, the My Xbox and Me Discord, uh, where we've got a section that says critiques and improvements. I would love, love, love to hear more from you guys on the extra side and any content that you're looking to do. Um, we, we'd love to hear ideas. Obviously, we should have a review up soon, which I'm sure will transition into Ooh. D-Swan. Hi. Um, yeah, basically everything Fixer just said, do that. Um, also, I, just as a side thing, because I know, like, obviously, our, our boss, our leader, our, the all-powerful Fix has been off doing a lot of, uh, like, guest spots is there anybody mm -hmm. you want on the uh the podcasts who do you mm. want us to, to bring in as a guest let us know tweet, that, uh, tweet. at mc fixer at mappy video at paul despawn mm -hmm. not our question because he died yeah yeah he did yeah he did sorry had to break it to you right at the end here but yeah he did we might have the ghost of crash on next week we know yeah that. yeah I'm, I'm, yeah like ghostbusters are on the way over so maybe they can capture him for us I make no promises. The ghost of Crash is dead as well. Oh, Ooh. damn. Dead ghost. That's, that's harsh. Killed Killed rough one. Yeah, it's over for him. It's over. Until next time, we'll love you. Leave you. See you later. Good boys. Bye.